What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Leah M. Forney, back with another episode of Hey Queen Thrive Season 2. Y'all, listen, we are wrapping up the season. Like, legit, we are down to the final two episodes of Season 2. Like, first, let me just say, shout out to all of my incredible guest experts this season. Like, y'all have come through, blazed the trail, set the show on fire, I mean, <laughs> the feedback that I have gotten about this season. Listen, y'all, y'all have put the pressure on your girl to level up for season three. Like, the pressure is on because it just gets better and better with each season, man. And I'm just so honored and, and so humbly thankful for each and every one of y'all that have came on this season and killed it. Like, <laughs> killed it. So thank you for an incredible season. Season two was absolutely phenomenal. Your girl is back. I am coming back. Season three will launch January 2023 on the second anniversary of Hey Queen Thrive. And let me just say, y'all better stay connected and stay plugged in because there's so much coming down the pipeline in this podcasting space that I'm in. And so look, I had to jump on in these last couple of episodes so y'all could hear from your hosts. Because y'all been listening to all these incredible interviews. And I'm like, dang, I ain't really had a chance to check in and kick it with my Hey Queen Thrive family. So this is me kicking it with y'all. So I really just want to talk with y'all about this season that we are in. Listen, if if you are believing of Christ, we are we have been in a season of transition, right? We have been in a season where there are some endings of some things and there's some beginnings of some things, right? Like you, you may have found yourself in a space where it's like one minute, you know, all, all things are going well. Next minute, something else, something happens. You may have found yourself in a space where it's like one minute, you know, you got some great friendships and a great relationship. Next minute, a friendship or a relationship is ending, right? This, this transitional space, right? And you know how I know that this is, this is true (laughs) because it's happening to your girl. Like God has had me in a season of transition, um, in this year especially towards the latter part of this year. Like once we kind of got into quarter three around July, August, like really is when God really started dealing with me in this space of transition. And he really started to deal with me in, in numbers, right? So literally throughout the month of um, August, right? He kept talking to me in threes and fives. And I'm sitting here like, um, why you keep talking to me in threes and fives? (laughs) Like he just kept dealing with me in three and five. Right. And so, um, I literally, so let me just give y'all the backstory. Okay. So when quarter three rolled in, right. Top of July, you know, everything starts to take off, right. We at quarter three, everybody's excited. The year is getting closer to an end, the final six months. Right. And so, in my transition season, I transitioned from one business coach to another business coach. And this particular business coach that I now work with, who's absolutely incredible, um, had a connection to somebody that I'm no longer connected to. And this is how the enemy trips you up, y'all. Let me just tell you how the enemy trips you up. Um, I was hesitant to connect with my now business coach because of the connection that she had with somebody that I'm no longer connected to, right? So 
God literally begins to lay on my heart that I needed to reach out to this woman. And I'm sitting here like, nah, God, <laughs> I'm not reaching out to her. And he's like, do you want to get to the next level in your business or not? And I'm like, yeah, but, and I'm having what what I like to call my Moses moment, right? Because if y'all read the story of Moses, you know, he had like 50 million excuses as to why he couldn't go free God's people. So yeah, I had that moment. And I'm saying like, yeah, but, you know, she connected to so-and-so and me and so-and-so don't really rock and da-da-da-da-da and blah-blah-blah. Like, I, I got 50 million reasons why I don't want to be obedient to what God is telling me to do. And then God says, either be obedient or, or don't. The choice is yours. And I'm like, like, you going to throw that in my lap? Like, you already know that your daughter, right, is obedient. <laughs> hey. Like that's 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 the right that's what we gonna do for real okay got you so I had to in that moment make a decision do I want to stay where I'm currently at or do or am I ready for my next level so I made the decision that I was ready for my next level so I reached out to this woman and I'm like hey you know we'll love an opportunity to talk to you about basically the next level of my business and it was funny because. This person literally stayed connected with me from the moment we met at the person that I'm no longer connected to's conference. And so she took the time to nurture the relationship between me and her. So I always, you know, I felt comfortable and good to be able to, to talk to her and to connect with her. And so um, I reached out, we scheduled a meeting and I, I led with it, y'all. Like, I literally was just like, listen, I really don't know if I really wanted to be coached by you because me and so-and-so is no longer friends, blah, 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 and I know you connected to her. Like, I laid it out on the table. <laughs> and I'm laughing because it sounds ridiculous to me now, y'all. And this woman, this is how I knew she was the woman and the coach that God really wanted me to work with. Because this woman literally looked at me on the Zoom call, y'all, and she like, yeah, my business is my business. My clients are my clients. Like, she ain't going to know that me and you work together unless you tell her that me and you work together or or I tell her. Like, nobody's going to know. So she was like, so you ain't even got to worry about all that. And, and it released this, like, anxiety that I had that if I worked with this person that these things were going to happen, right? So I ended up signing up for her program and like it was a game changer like not just in my business right cuz your girl your girl's revenue was leveling up but in and who i am spiritually and where i was spiritually right the level of clarity that i had gotten in this time that i've been with her and her program is a 12 month program but in this time that I've been with her, game changer. <laughs> like, like I realized that the area that I was the most comfortable in wasn't really the area that God really wanted me to operate in, right? So I was sitting here like, you know, God, why is my clients not coming to me? Why is this not happening? Like, and And the missing link was that this was the coach that I needed for this next level in my life or whatever. And so I, I'm like, thank you, God, for 
reminding me the importance of my obedience. So that was that that's how we kicked off quarter three, right? In the midst of quarter three, one of the things that I realized that I had such a passion for, right, is helping people increase their visibility in a number of ways, right? And so one of the things that I launched in the in in the top of quarter three was my three-day workshop, <laughs> Build and Grow Your Podcast. Um, because I have a passion about producing female podcasters, right? I have a passion about making that happen. And so I launched this three-day workshop and I did it for, with a small group of women. Like it was a beta testing group. I just wanted the the feedback. Um, I wanted to be able to um, find out what worked, what didn't work, what was helpful, what isn't helpful, all that stuff, right? Like I wanted that information. And so I did it. <laughs> And it just so happened to be nothing but women that signed up. So I was just like, all right, God, we on to something. And when I tell you, baby, them three days, these women showed up. They showed up. They showed up ready. They showed up ready to learn the ins and outs, the fundamentals of podcasting. And then from there, we went into my four-week intensive. And when I tell you, the minute I announced it, the minute I dropped the link, them ladies was like, yep. Let me go ahead and lock in my seat right now because I need this. Like, this is what I want to do. And so it put me in a position to really start to realize that there's such a need for spaces and places for female podcasters. And so I started doing some research and realizing that literally female podcasting, female hosted or female led podcasts make up like 27% of the whole podcasting population, right? So we still are in a male dominated industry. And so I began to talk to God about, I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? God, <laughs> You know, like, I thank God that I'm in a place where I go to him and I seek him before I seek anybody else about my, about anything. I'm grateful that I'm in a place that I go to him. And so over the course of that, those, that time that I spent with these women and yes, they are now, you know, I can, I can call them podcasters now because they have done the work and they've launched. Um, and so I'm incredibly, incredibly proud of them, um, because they did the work and implementation is key. I begin to, to really try to figure out, okay, God, what is this supposed to look like? And so he, he, he gave me, you know, the strategy, about what am I supposed to be doing in my business? And so now my business has a podcasting component outside of just me hosting a podcast, but I'm on a, I'm on a personal mission to, to give birth to female podcasters because the more we (laughs) begin to show up in this industry, the more, um, we get to dominate, right? And it's time that women dominate. It's time for us to actually dominate and own who God has created us and called us to be, right? So I absolutely have been enjoying it, enjoying doing it. Um, I actually ran my workshop back. <laughs> so it's going down actually in a couple of days from, from when you listen to this episode, it will go down on September 20th to the 22nd. I'm running it back. So you still got time to get your tickets. You still got time to to join me over there um and build and grow your podcast three-day workshop and learn like if podcasting is really what what you want to do you you have the opportunity to really learn from somebody who's done it you know hey queen thrive grew 
tremendously in this first year. Um, so proud to be able to say that my show has, you know, reached over 1600 downloads that we have grown to over 20 countries <laughs> and streaming on over 15 platforms. I'm, I'm honored to be able to say that. And I did that with no ads, no sponsorship, like nobody helped me. Here's the beautiful thing that I have learned on my journey. It is so important to be self-taught, right? And what do I mean by that, right? Like take the time to invest in the industry of work that you said that you wanted to be in. Take the time to learn and perfect your craft. Take the time to align your desires with what God wants and God wants for your life and God's will for your life. Like take that time. Like there's still more things that I'm learning about podcasting, right? There's still stuff that I'm learning, but I have taken the time to perfect the craft. And that is the, and that is what I, I want people to understand. Like, learn, <laughs> but don't just learn, implement, right? Because here's the thing, there's a lot of people out here and I say it <laughs> and my friends that my business friends crack up when I say it, but there's a lot of knowledge whores out here. And what do I mean by knowledge whore? Like you got all the knowledge in the world. Like you didn't read the books, you didn't did the programs, you got the courses, you did, like you got all the knowledge in the world. And the one thing you ain't doing is applying it. That's the one thing you ain't doing. You're not applying it. I was listening to, and if you guys have Peacock, check it out. It's Kevin Hart's show. It's called Heart to Heart. But she, but he had an interview with Jay-Z. And y'all already know your host is from New York City. Shout out to my New York natives. Salute. Um, but the host, the, the interview was with Jay-Z and in that interview, Jay-Z talks about the difference between knowing and doing, right? And that's where many of us are. Like, you know what to do. You just afraid to do it, right? Or you know what to do, right? You just need help with the how to do it, right? And that's how business works. Like people pay, people will connect with you to learn what to do. The how is what costs you, right? And that's why when people say stuff to me like, oh, I don't know how people pay all this money to have access to this person and that person and this coach and that coach, whatever, it's because what they because they know what to do. They're just stuck in the implementation part. And so they would rather pay somebody that could teach them how to do it. You know, there's a saying that says, teach a man how to fish and he'll never go hungry, right? It's the same. That's exactly what a business is. That's what coaching is. Consulting is. Mentorship is. Is that I'm teaching you how to go ahead and fish. Because once I teach you how to fish, guess what? You not only have the knowledge, but you have the implementation. And so now you'll never have to worry about not having because I just taught you it. So there's a difference between knowing what to do and knowing how to do something. And that is where a lot of people get stuck, that they don't know how to do something like so i don't know who that was for but that was for somebody right you got to get out of that space you got to get out of that space of of, of being a knowledge whore and, and having all this knowledge but not implementing what you know so fast forward <laughs> right um august runs around and you know i simultaneously did my four my four week intensive called building launcher your podcast, which came after the three-day workshop that I did in July. And then, um, 
my eighth book dropped, right? So I, I released, I released the grand finale, as I call it, the grand finale. Uh, Born to Be Unbound dropped in August, and we went into pre-sale period and everything like that. And you can still grab a signed copy. The link to get the book and and even join the workshop will be in the episode summary of this episode. So definitely click the link. But August was going into August was such a different experience with God. So prior to going into August, I was in this really rough space mentally and emotionally. And God began to talk to me about self-sabotage and how I was self-sabotaging. And I did this self-sabotage assessment and I did, I read this book, um, shout out to my sis Erica for recommending it, um, called The Mountain Is You by Brianna West. And it, it talked about self-sabotaging behaviors and how to turn them into self-mastery, right? And it was a child, listen, whoo, child. Um, it was the kind of book that gut punches the shit out of you. So I tell people anytime I read books like that, like you need to read them in, in like increments and bits because it's going to gut punch the shit out of you. And so <laughs> it did that for me, but it was so eye opening to just some of the things that I didn't even realize was self-sabotaging, right? Like downplaying. And God began to talk to me about this, this need for false humility, this need for, um, pretending to be good when you like pretending to be humble or this need to be like, Oh, thank you. I'm so appreciative. Like when somebody, you know, gives you uh, their flowers or, or congratulates you on something. And I didn't realize that my downplaying was really me self-sabotaging because what I was essentially saying is that, Oh no, I didn't really do, I didn't really do the work. Devil is a lie. I did the work. (laughs) And it's, you know, like I got evidence to prove it. And so I went on this journey to really undo that, that self-sabotaging. And as I was undoing it, God began to talk to me and he began to talk to me in threes and fives. Right. And so going into um, the month of August, I kept having these series of dreams. Like literally I had three dreams in three days and five words. Y'all I'm about to blow your mind. So the first dream that he gave me was a picture of a woman or women on a platform, like a huge platform, like a, 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 like sellout stadium size concert size platform. Right. And when he showed me this vision of this, these women or these women on platforms, the words that the two words that came up was speak up and message. And I'm like, Huh? So look, I'm one of those people that when God shows me things visually, I, I make sure that's why I always tell people sleep with I sleep with a, a notebook and a pen by my bed because when he gives me something, I have to write it down. And then so I had the first dream. Night two, he shows me another vision of women dominating in a coaching space. So it kind of was split because on one hand of the vision. It was almost like looking at a a woman basketball coach, right? So she's on the she's on the court room, like the court floor, and you know what I'm saying, and she's doing her thing. And then the other end was in a boardroom. Like she she so she could switch it up. She can go from being the, the coach on the basketball room, the basketball floor to the to leading in the boardroom, but she's dominating in whatever her 
coaching space is. And so when he showed me that dream, um, the words that came were um, shift and coach. And again, I'm like, okay, God, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really know what this means. Right. And then the third dream that he showed me was, it was a vision of a woman surrounded by a tribe of, of wisdom. So it was like her elders, the people in her life that she can go to, to the well to and get poured into. Right. And that dream the word that came up was unleash. And in fact, the statement that was said in that dream was unleash all of who God has created you to be. And so for three days, I had three dreams, five words. And then I began to look, because y'all, listen, everything that is in the natural is also spiritual, right? So then I began to be like, well, God, what are you really trying to show me in this season, right? And there was two things that he wanted to to show me. Well, three things. The first thing he wanted to show me is that I was embarking on a season of new beginnings. How do I know that I'm embarking on a season of new beginnings? I just told y'all I had three visions, three days, five, five words. Three plus five is eight. Three biblically, numerically is the representation of the Trinity, right? So father, son, Holy Spirit. Five Biblically or numerically is means grace, right? Three plus five is what? Come on now, y'all, that's basic math. Eight, right? Eight is the representation of new beginnings, right? And so it didn't dawn on me until God was talking to me about releasing my eighth book in the eighth month of 2022, that that was the revelation, right? That I was embarking on this season of new beginnings. The second thing that he began to talk to me about is the ability to be in spaces and places that now I can not only change the atmosphere, but change the policy in the places and spaces. So just real quickly, in the month of July, I ended up under investigation at my job. And for two, three weeks, come on, God, there go that three. For three weeks, I was dealing with back and forth meetings with HR, answering all these questions. Or whatever. It wasn't until the third week that I got vindicated and God wrote the wrong. And so what I realized in a conversation that I had with my sis Erica, shout out to her again, was that God had put me in a position in a industry, in a in a place, in a space where now he was calling, he was calling forth the policy changer. Because from that whole situation, not only did I get vindicated, but some policies got changed. So God is getting ready to position us in places and spaces, right? Where not only are we going to have the platforms, not only are we going to have the the the, the coaching sector and the plat in the boardroom, not only are you going to have your tribe of witnesses, but you're going to literally change <laughs> the policy. You're literally like, this is a season and God is breaking the rules. It's not going to happen the way that you want it to happen or the way that you think it should happen. There is going to be a policy that will flip on his back because you have now entered the room. Come on. Jesus, this is so good, right? So that was the, that was the first revelation. The second revelation was that there is a sound, right? And I don't mean like you, you play music on your radio or whatever, whatever. Like there is a, a sound 
in your mouth, in your belly, in on the inside of you that that God is getting ready to release. And when he releases the sound, there are people that are connected to the sound that now will show up and look for you, right? There are going to be people that are going to be like, oh, I heard you on Clubhouse. Oh, I heard you on Instagram. Oh, I heard you on, on Facebook. Or I saw your post on LinkedIn or, or your tweet that are now going to connect with you because of the sound. They're going to recognize the sound. And this is, listen, again, I don't know who this is for, but God is, I'm, I'm just being obedient. And so... There's a sound that when it releases, the people that are supposed to be in your coaching program, the people that you're supposed to do business with, the people that are supposed to be a part of your ministry are all going to come. Come on here, Holy Spirit, I hear you, right? And so people are going to be connected or people are already assigned to your sound. Mm, good God Almighty. So the last thing, the last revelation God gave me was that the solutions are not a one size fit all that the solutions are not to be boxed in that the solutions are not for are not to be rigid there should be a flow there should be an ease to the solutions right and so understand that in this season as god is beginning to get you ready for your new beginning um, or ready in your birthing season, right? Because this, this airs in September. And so this is the birthing season, right? That you, your solutions that God is calling you to the, to create for the problems that the people that are, that are connected to you need don't fit in a box. You ain't going to be able to coach like everybody else coach. You ain't going to be able to teach like everybody else teach. You're not going to be able to do like everybody else does. You're just not. You're not going to be able to do it because you have been called and created to do it God's way, not yours, God's way. And so in order for you to see the manifestation and the revelation of what I just shared, there's a level of surrenderance you're going to have to go through. I'll share this and then, you know, I'll be back with Thriving Nuggets. But prior to God giving me this level of revelation, one of the things that he had assigned me to do was that he assigned it me to literally write down everything that no longer served me and then lay it at his feet. And y'all, when I say this was a laundry list, this was a laundry list. Like there was some things that I didn't even know that I was still holding on to that no longer served me. And so I did the assignment and I, and literally I laid it at his feet. And I mean, I called that thing out. The Bible tells you speak those things that are not as though they are right? I called those things out. Like I was like, God, this is no longer serving me. Da, 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 right. And when I was done, the Holy Spirit says, now tear it up and never look back. And it was from that moment that the revelation of what I just shared with y'all came. It was from that moment that God began to sh start to deal with me in threes and fives, that God began to start showing me revelation on a different level than I have ever experienced revelation from him before. Because He, what he was trying to get to me was blocked by what was still holding me up, what was no longer serving me, what was still holding me back. And so if you want to go deeper in God, and I'm going to say this and then we'll get into Thriver Nuggets, you're going to have to surrender in this season because your the birth thing of what you're carrying is requiring you to do so like in order to have a safe birth 
you're going to have to surrender to the way that God is choosing to bring forth this baby that he has placed on the inside of you. And so listen, y'all, I'm going to be back. This was so good, y'all. I had to share this. But I'm going to be back with some tips about how to get ready for this season in your life that God is getting ready to do because somebody's getting ready to push. That baby is on the way and it's getting ready to happen in this season. And so listen, I'll be back with Thriver Nuggets. So stay tuned. Hey, 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 your girl is back. Listen, it's Thriver Nuggets time, y'all. And y'all already know how to do over here at Hey Queen Thrive. We're going to sit here and talk about five ways. I think I got five, y'all. Nope, six ways to prepare yourself for this birthing season. Listen, if you caught, caught the first half of this show, woo, it got real good real quick. Like The Holy Spirit said what he came to say. I promise you, listen. It's one thing I absolutely love about my show is that I get to really, 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 really um, uh, allow God to lead. <laughs> so I never, I never know what He's gonna say. I promise you, I never know what He's gonna say. I know I don't, I don't come prepared, scripted or anything. I just kind of be like, I right, got what we talk about. And so this episode is definitely for somebody because somebody's getting ready to give birth to some things in this season, in this time that we're in. And so listen. Let's 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 just get into it. Let's get into these six ways that you need to now prepare yourself for your spiritual or your supernatural birth. Um, the the first thing that I want to talk about, which is number one, is choosing your birthing place wisely. Right. So remember, I told y'all in the beginning, everything that is not that is natural is also spiritual. Right. And so even in the natural. A woman has to make a decision about where she wants to give birth, right? Does she want to do at home birth? Does she want to do a water birth? Does she want to do, she want to be at the hospital? Does she want to do at the local clinic? Does she want to do it at, like, there's a decision that she has to make about where she chooses to give birth. And so as you prepare for your season of birthing, right, what God has called you to birth in this season, you, you too must choose where you want to give birth to this thing wisely, right? Like you want to make sure that, because here's the thing that I know about God. You can't have ask anything that he gives you, right? Like you can't be like, all right, I'm going to spend like a couple of minutes working on it and then I'm going to throw it out there. Nah, like we deal with a God that's about decency and order, a God of excellence, right? And so you can't, you can't just do in any kind of way. And as I said to y'all earlier, right? Like you ain't even going to be able to coach the way the world coaches. You ain't going to be able to consult the way the world co consults. You ain't going to be able to train the way the world trains, speak the way the world treats because God has given you a different mantle, right? And so as you prepare to give birth, I need you to think about your own birthing place. Understand that the birthing place, the location in which you choose is a very sacred place. Think about this for a minute, y'all. Again, I, I said everything that's natural, supernatural, right? When when a woman is in labor and delivery, come on here, Holy Spirit. When a woman is in labor and delivery, right? And she's getting ready to give birth, right? Which is going to lead into my second point. They clear the room. Why? Because they understand that the location in which she is about to bring forth life cannot be contaminated in any way, shape, or form. So they limit, come on in here, Holy Spirit, they limit who 
And what is in the birthing location? Woo! Good God Almighty. Listen, I promise you, if this ain't good for nobody else, this thing is getting good to me, right? So you got to choose your birthing location wisely. Number two, choose your partner or your tribe wisely. Listen, here's what happens when God tells us stuff. And I'm guilty of it myself, y'all. So I'm not saying nothing that Leah don't do. God will give you a revelation for something, right? He'll say, daughter, this is what I'm getting ready to do in your life. And this is what you're getting ready to bring forth, right? And we get so excited, right? We get excited. Oh, Jesus then gave me this revelation. He told me he's going to do X, Y, Z, and Z. Da, da, da. He told me he's going to have me start this business, blah, 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 blah. Like, we get excited. Rightfully so. Because God just revealed something. But here's where we mess up. We get excited. And then we go run our mouth. And when we go run our mouth, we forget that the enemy also knows what God is getting ready to do. And so the people that we go run our mouth to, come on in here, spirit, the people that we go run our mouth to, right, are over there plotting against what God just sat here and told you he was going to do. Perfect example, because I know, I know somebody listening to this is like, well, Leah, give me an example. I got one. Biblically, let's talk about our boy Joseph. What happened when Joseph decided to run his mouth? God told Joseph, this is how I'm about to use you. I got this. I'm going to show you this dream. Bong, bong, bong. This is what you're getting ready to do, right? What'd Joseph go do? Ran his mouth. Oh, my God, bros. Let me tell you. God just showed me this dream and he says, da, 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 and blah, 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 and da, 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 right? What happens to Joseph? His own brothers set him up. His own brothers plotted to kill him. His own brothers put him in a pit. This is why choosing the right partner, right? And for, for all my singles, right? Choosing the right partner wisely is is so important to what God is getting ready to do in your life and what you're getting ready to birth. But having the right tribe, the right people, the right counsel of of wisdom around you is so important. Because if you open up your mouth too soon to the wrong person, guess what happens? Guess what happens? You now put yourself in a position for somebody or something to come against what God has released for you to do. This is how the attack happens because we get excited and we get the talking. So in this season, as you're preparing yourself for the birthing of your baby, choose your tribe, choose your partner wisely. Watch what you say and who you say it to because understand something, everybody ain't clapping for you. Everybody ain't clapping for you. Everybody ain't excited for you. Everybody is not, hey, I'm so happy. Everybody's not that. Okay? Number three, prepare your body. Again, just like in in a um just like in a natural natural way, right? As a woman, you gotta get prepared. Your body goes through changes when you're pregnant. Spiritually, 
you're going to go through changes when you're pregnant with what God is calling you to, to birth, right? So you got to prepare your body. What are you saying? Like, be in the most healthiest way possible for yourself. Because here's the thing that God has told me when he's put me through these seasons of getting ready to launch what he's called me to launch and walk completely and what he's called me to walk in. That once the launch happens, you ain't got time to slow down. Like, <laughs> once the unleashing happens, you ain't got time to be like, oh, Jesus, I need, oh, I got to catch my breath, Lord. I got to do this. I got, nope, 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 nope. You ain't got time. So while you're in the season of, of pregnancy, right, make sure that you have prepared your body. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. You're hydrating yourself. You're practicing good self-care. You're you're loving on yourself. You're going through your healing journey. All those things. Like, make sure that's what you're doing. Because again, when it's time to push, you ain't got time. You ain't got time to be like, Jesus, well, can we slow this thing down? No. They say in the natural that the ninth month of any woman getting ready to give birth is the most annoying month because everything is starting to irritate you. You are ready for this baby to come up out of you. <laughs> like you like, come on. Eviction notice has been sent. I need you to be out. The same thing is in this in the supernatural, in the spiritual realm. So you got to prepare. Get that body ready. Get that get yourself ready because again, when it's time to take off running, right? You don't have time to slow down. You don't have time to slow down. So prepare, prepare your body. Number four, prepare your mind. Listen, nothing, the devil wants nothing more than to keep you up here in your mental state, right? He, not, he wants nothing more than to keep you in a place of, well, God, did you really tell me this was what I was supposed to do? And God, well, what if the people don't show up? What if nobody buys the book? No, what if nobody goes into the coaching program? What if I don't make no money? What if, what if, what if, like he, want, like he wants nothing more than to keep you there. Nothing more than to keep you there, right? And so you got to make sure that you're doing the professional and the personal development as you're preparing to give birth. Let me tell you something. 2022, I spent the majority of 2022 reading. Reading. Literally. I literally read over 15 books thus far this year. And I mean variety of books. Books on personal development. Books on business development. Like where I felt like I was weak at and I needed more information. Or I needed to learn more information about something. I did it. <laughs> right? Took courses. Like I literally, first and foremost, I tell anybody in my in my business, I literally have two days of learning. Literally saturated myself around what it is that I do, the industry that I'm in, and how to continue to grow and learn. That's why I told y'all I'm self-taught. Don't nobody teach me nothing. I learned a lot of what I know because I take the time to invest in myself. So in this season of you getting ready to give birth, you need to prepare your mindset. Like, I need you to get rid of that stinking thinking. I need you to, to, to get rid of that, that, that 
uh, poverty mindset. I need you to get rid of that fear and doubt that tells you that you cannot do that. I need you to get rid of every narrative that contradicts what God has already said that you can do and will do. I need you to get your mental self so sharp that you see the attack of the enemy before the the attack even happens. That's what I need you to do in this season. Because again, you're getting ready to give birth to something that is going to be the solution to somebody else's problem. And you can't go into this thing. You can't go into this space, right? Still thinking like you used to think. Still believing what you used to believe. Like the Bible says, oh, new wine can't get poured into old wine skin. Like he's doing something new, y'all. And if he's going to do something new through you, you're going to have to change the way you see yourself and the way that you allow God to do what it is that he's trying to do in your life. Oh, this is good. Oh, good God almighty. All right. <laughs> Number five, utilize your doula. Utilize your spiritual doula. You know who your spiritual doula is? Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Holy Spirit. That is your, who your spiritual doula is. If you don't know what a doula is designed to do, the doula is designed to make sure that you have the healthiest and most safe and effective birth as possible. So in this season of you getting ready to give birth, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to tap into the one that created you. I need you to lock in with the one that created you. I need you to talk to the one that created you. I need you to be so much in his face that he he might get sick and tired of you. Like that is where I'm at. I'm in a place and space in my life where I promise you, I'm in God's face so daggone much. He'd be over here like, oh Jesus, what does this woman want now? <laughs> what does he want? Like what? What does she want now? Right? Like you you gotta tap in with your spiritual doula your your father your heavenly father utilize him sit at his feet if you gotta fast fast if you gotta if you gotta turn down the plate turn down the noise turn down social media do whatever you gotta do because the the when you get into his presence there lies the strategy there lies the steps there lies everything that you are to be doing in this season of birthing so you got to utilize your spiritual doula in this season. Mm, 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 mm. I promise you, I don't even know who this is for, Jesus. But <laughs> I'm with you, Holy Spirit. Right? Utilize them. Utilize your doula. And then the last thing that you must do as you prepare for your spiritual birthing, your supernatural birthing, is you got to educate yourself. Y'all, y'all heard me just said, in my business alone, I have two... Bit, two learning days, two days where I don't see clients. I don't do anything business related besides learn. Whether that is reading and catching up on a book, I listen to a plethora of podcasts. Yes, I'm a podcast host and I listen to a plethora of podcasts, right? But I do nothing business related besides learn. Because the more that I educate me, the more that I'm now in the position to educate others. And so as you prepare yourself for this season of supernatural birthing, as you prepare yourself to bring this baby into the earth, you're going to have to educate yourself. You're going to have to prepare yourself for what it is that God is calling you to do. And so listen, y'all. Woo! <laughs> this, is, ah, 
This got good. Listen, this is good to me. If it wasn't good to nobody else, I promise you, this was so good to me. So listen, y'all, this concludes another episode of Hey Queen Thrive Season 2. Yes, listen, look, look, I'm so tongue-tied over here because I just feel him. My God, I just feel God's presence. And I promise you, this is this is for somebody. This is for somebody, and I pray that it blesses your life. This concludes another episode of Hey Queen Thrive. Listen, tune in again next week. Listen, we down to the final two episodes. Final two episodes of season two. Of course, you already know your girl is coming back in season three. So listen, make sure y'all follow me on all social media. Definitely rate, review, subscribe to the podcast and definitely pay attention to my social media. And and if you're not on the email list, join the email list as well. The link to that will all be on my um, episode summary. So definitely click the link and join the email list, but you want to stay connected because if you have been tuning into Hey Queen Thrive since the, since it's birthing back in January of 2021, then you want to definitely stay connected uh, because probably in the next 30 to 60 days or so, I will be announcing opportunities for people to be a guest on the show. And so I'm gearing up for season three, y'all. The pressure is on (laughs) to make season three just as hot as season two. And so we just going to keep getting better and better over here. I love each and every one of you. Again, thank you so much for making Hey Queen Thrive the success that it has been. I could not have done it without each and every one of my listeners. And so I love y'all. I love you with the love of the Lord. Listen, keep being great. Keep being amazing. Keep being incredible. And it is time to give birth to everything that you have been believing God for. So I love you. It's your girl, Leah M. Forney. Tune in again next week. I'll be back with another Power Pack episode. Until then, please stay safe and God bless. Peace.